on Triple M Mining HQ. Hello and welcome to Mining HQ, your go-to show for everything happening in the mining industry. I'm Pablo Miller. Today, Chris Lamesha is going to be sitting down with the Managing Director for Metagasco, Ken Aitken. Now, in 2022, they've become a gas production company from all their exploration work. Uh, Ken's going to talk about their goal to deliver a sustainable carbon net zero future. Don't forget, you can find us on Facebook and LinkedIn now. Let's get into things. Chris, good morning. Hello, Pablo. Hope you're having a good morning. On the phone this morning, we have the Managing Director from MetGasco. They're an energy company talking to Ken Aiken. Good morning, Ken. Good morning, and thanks for uh, the opportunity to talk about my project. Oh, there's great things happening for you. Um, look, we're going to go back before we go forward, I guess that old saying. How about you give our listeners um, a background? You've got like, what, 30 years of international and domestic experience onshore, offshore? That's right. Um, so you can tell from my accent, hopefully you can all understand me, but I'm, a, you know, I'm from Scotland and a qualified university degree, qualified mechanical engineer, joined the oil and gas industry in sunny Aberdeen. Uh, probably why I've ended up emigrating to Perth, but that's another long story. Uh, so I joined the industry in the mid-80s uh, and I've worked as a petroleum engineer in different places, obviously Scotland and England and London, Indonesia and Jakarta, Norway and Oslo. And here in sunny Perth, Australia, where I started in the offshore side of the game and, and, and more recently have been working both the Perth Basin, uh, the Canning Basin, and the current company I'm in is the Cooper Basin, where we, uh, we're coming up to some production. Can you talk us through those um, MetGasco projects? You've just touched on them, Ken, the locations. That's right. Uh, so MetGasco have been lucky enough to have some success with the drill bit on expiration uh, with our joint venture partners. We are a 25% owner of the Valley and Odin Fields. Our operator is Vintage, based out of Adelaide. And we own... Um, Net to Met Gasco, 34 BCF, billion cubic feet of gas. Sounds like a lot, but it's many years of, of production. And uh, so that's really good news. We, we've put some shareholders' money into risky exploration, found the gas, uh, and it's two fields named after uh, Norse gods, Valley and Odin. Valley will be uh, online shortly. So, yeah, these are the two discoveries that uh, that, that we've made. Well, here we are, August 2022, and uh, a significant breakthrough from all that exploration you've been doing. You're now a gas-producing company. That, that's right. It's, I mean, it's a major milestone uh, to go from exploration where you're always spending the, uh, the shareholders' money to actually earning it so you can cover the cost. We're a very small company. We've only got uh, two full-time time staff, including myself, and we've got a board of directors. So getting the, the money in from the gas production. It'll start in, um, in October from the Valley field uh, from one well, and we've got three wells in that field, and it will build up over time, hopefully to a raw gas rate of close to 12 million static cubic feet a day. It's been sold to AGL, one of the biggest East Coast gas customers. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Now, Ken, this is exciting news. What's the background behind Megasco acquiring a renewable hydrogen production technology developer? So the background to it is, is uh, Chris, Megasco's gas that we're producing from the Cooper Basin is includes some CO2 in it. Uh, as we all know, CO2 is, you know, when you, you vent CO2, you've got, you, you have to pay um, a carbon tax. So knowing that we're going into production uh, soon, we, we're looking for a, 
a right-sized uh, off-the-shelf project, a small hydrocarbon project, which uh, which which is near term, which would be able to bring the equipment in and uh, you know produce hydrogen. Now, what we're going to do is put this project um, up in the uh, in the Kimberley uh, in a in a cattle farm. It's also um, has some crops uh, up there that they grow the fodder crops for the cattle, and they have a big big diesel requirement uh, use, and it's well over a million bucks a year. So the idea here is that we produce the hydrogen gas that turns it into electricity, that jet that turns their irrigation equipment, that basically uh, stops them burning diesel, and we get carbon credits which we can offset for the CO2 we produce in the Cooper Basin. Ken, um, when you look at the vision, the vision you've always had, has the goal always been to deliver a sustainable carbon net zero future? Yeah, I mean, you, you, you know that, you know, they, I think it was in Glasgow, one of my hometown, uh, 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 my, my hometown from my, my early days of being brought up in Scotland, last year's uh, uh, conference, climate conference, it was all about um you know, sort of coercion to get Australia to sign up for carbon net zero by 2050. Some people and some oil and gas companies are, are trying to do different things, like planting trees, doing different things to offset the carbon, uh, the carbon emissions. So it was always in our in, in our board's view that we needed to do something in that ESG space. But it had to be something we could afford, and it was something it was you know that could we could make money, but also grow a another limited business. And we see a, a really big upside after the six-month period of that single unit being brought in from Asia, commissioned, and, and that uh, displacement of diesel uh, to, you know, to hydrogen uh, to, to generate electricity. That will have a lot of eyes watching. And if this, if this is commissioned and is a highly commercial project, which we hope it is, then we have uh, MOUs signed for a number of other um, interested parties in these areas where there's remote diesel that can, uh, pay, you know, there's there's a business opportunity and, and it's very big. So how far away are you from becoming a, a leading multi-fuel producer? Well, pretty, pretty soon for us because in October we'll be, uh, conventional gas production will start uh, in the Cooper Basin and the Valley field, as I said, and then we'll have another field called Odin coming in into production in the middle, roughly in the middle of next year. We'll just uh, signed a budget in the joint venture to make that happen. So we're building something called a production hub, which is, uh, you know, will be four wells producing through a pipeline going to Santos's processing facilities. Uh, and then, then we, you know, we're going to commission our hydrogen, um, uh, our, our hydrogen project with um, Patriot Hydrogen. Uh, by we we reckon by the end of the year, but latest uh, first quarter next year. Uh, so then we become a multi fuel fuel producer, and that, so effectively within six months. I'd like to hear about that from our listeners' point of view. Can you talk about the Patriot Renewable Hydrogen System? What's it all about, and what what are the advantages? Well, the reason we chose the and and particularly uh, you may say a cattle farm. What's what do you? What it is is the fuel source that's waste to, to energy production. Um, so the fuel source in this case is acacia. It's, it's trees, the, the acacia or wattle trees as, as they're known, which are a bit of a pest on the um, on on this uh, on in this cattle uh, this, this large cattle homestead, um, 500 acres of 
that has 500 acres of irrigation. Uh, um, but it, ultimately, and 30,000 acres of um, land in total. So there's lots of feedstock. So the reason we chose the um, this particular cattle station was the amount of feedstock. So we basically chip the trees uh, and put them into wood chips, throw them into a into a, a process or a, a, a thin gas uh, into a, a gasifier, which is basically a bunch of process equipment. Uh, it is heated up, so the, the wood chips are heated up slowly in an oxygen-free chamber to create the hydrogen-rich thin gas. And nothing is burned during this process, so no emissions are polluted into the atmosphere. Uh, and instead, the carbon is captured by some uh, one of the byproducts of of the uh, of this heating um, the heating of the uh, the wood chip, and that biochar is you know can be put on onto land to to grow crops. Uh, there, there also is other outputs of it, which is wood vinegar, which is another sellable product. Um, and, and we talked about electricity or the syngas, the, the hydrogen, which produces electricity. So it's all about uh, the different products that come off the power generation. And ultimately, if it's successful, we could be um, signing contracts to, to generate larger amounts of power up there uh, in, in the Kimberley and beyond. Well, we certainly wish you all the best for the remainder of 2022 and uh, look forward to talking again with more updates. Thank you, Ken. No worries. Thanks for the opportunity. For the very latest mining news in WA, stream the Mining HQ podcast. Available now on the Listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R.